This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 30, Unicon Predictions. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? In our milestone 30th episode, we'll talk about L5R's first anniversary. It's only a year old, but the game is looking good. It's got dynamic roles and elemental championships. We'll discuss those as well as Toshi Rambo season information. We'll share our thoughts on the elemental cycle as a whole. Wow, did Unicorn get a heck of a stronghold? And lastly, we'll share our thoughts on Gen Con, what we'll see there, and answer some listener questions. All right, so yeah, it's been a heck of a year. We're coming up uh, just uh, Gen Con. I'm seeing is the birthday of L5R, although it's a couple weeks earlier this year. So uh, we're <laughs> celebrating a little official, bit early. Official versus yeah, yeah, royal, yeah. etc. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But this this is the first year of the game. There have been a lot of ups and downs community wise. People have been yay, oh yay, oh. There's been uh, some bumps in the road, but some real victories as well. In, in my well, view, if you're a scorpion, that's yeah, 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 that's yes, true. All right, thank you. Yeah, unicorn has had its the unicorn players have struggled mightily. <laughs> uh, I think the stronghold that came out in well will be coming out next week and was spoiled yesterday officially. Uh, was is a heck of a thing. I think that's that's the next new big thing for Unicorn. Uh, I'm gonna say, are we becoming the 24 hours new cycle? Scorpion, Unicorn, Scorpion, Unicorn, <laughs> top end, bottom end, and nothing but I nothing in, nothing in the middle, <laughs> nothing in between. You know? Well, I can tell you that Crab's doing okay. <laughs> that is that is the uh, Crane. Well, crane is uh, doing okay. No, right, no, lion, no, lion. I've gotten my butts kicked from by some lion players lately. So oh yeah, uh, yeah, but just the. Uh, whether it be HMT or whether it be the core set stronghold, that they they I just can't seem to win. It's a little thing. But yeah. I'm gonna say because you know when I draw Caillou, three Caillou envoys and an Iron Mine on a flop, you're like, wah, yeah, wah, okay, wah. all right, that's not gonna help me too much. Not gonna do okay. some, not gonna ton. Yeah, I mean yeah. FFG seems to agree with you, of course, with the um, numbers that were showing recently, where Crab is clearly just behind Scorpion in the various numbers we care about. Right, right, right. So what, that, we talked about this a bit last time. Uh, FFG published some uh, results on their Toshi Rambo, you know, voting and everything else, and who's gonna get what seeker roles and keeper roles and everything else. And we wanted to go into a bit of detail about that now. Because Gen Con is the last chance, the, the last event in the Toshi Rambo season. So we know the order in which clans will pick, more or less. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm extrapolating from the graphic here they put up. Yeah. Likely to be, likely to be. Dragon, and, or what is it, Dragon and Crab are very close together. Um, Lion uh, looks Lion. like it's going to be second. Uh, Dragon, I, I thought so as well, and then I looked at Crab, and I'm like, hmm, Crab and Dragon are pretty yeah, close Yeah, Crab well. and Dragon are Oh, Beggy Borden, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're kidding, are you? In either case. Yeah. So there's several things being collected at these Toshi Rambo things. One is favor points, and those are the Hatamotos have won or lost favor throughout the season. So when a Hatamoto in a tournament loses, or are they if they win, they get 10 points. If they lose, they cost you 10 points, and that costs you being the clan. Uh, the points are doubled at Grand Cotes, so things can still change. So there is, you know, when we were talking about attendance rates and so on and so forth, there is a difference with, with respect to this between a Cote and a Grand Cote. Hmm. Well, there um, should be a difference between a Cote yep, and a oh, yeah, Grand yep. Cote. Now, the one in Seattle, which had like 20-ish, 30-ish people, 40-ish people, the, the smallest one, that was a Grand Cote. So that was a bit rough. 
And but then those results, the the favor points are doubled at Grand Cotes, and right now, as Carl alluded to, the Toshi Rambo season, the favor points. Scorpion is just a sliver ahead of crab at 38% or 30% for scorpion, 28% for crab. Yeah, that's swingable. And again, these are percentages, so you don't really know how many points there there is of difference here. Mm-hmm. But what these favorite points determine is the theme of the world championships. So either the world championships is going to be scorpion themed, so you're going to have scorpion alt art, scorpion stuff as price support, scorpion mats, or you're going to have crab support, crab stuff. So that's what that's what the favorite points speak to. Wouldn't that be an interesting upset if the if the crab, you know, like took, you know, Gen the Gen Con Grand Cote, you know, squeaked by Scorpion to get the uh, to get worlds to get the the winter court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Considering I mean, all the all the points and all the wins that Scorpion have had throughout the season, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that would be like a major upset. Yeah, I mean it's it's with the four punks we've seen and the that, that ridiculously tight margin, it's certainly not impossible. I wouldn't be blown away to right. And if you have if you, yeah. have you have if you have a lot of crab Hatamotos mm-hmm. show up at Gen Con and only and a few Scorpion Hatamotos show up at Gen Con, yeah. that that's a big deal too, right? And how those crab Hatamotos do, yeah, because it's those points are determined by how the Hatamotos perform. Mm. Right, not anyone else. Yeah, I mean, if, if a crab Hatamoto or two defeats a scorpion Hatamoto or two, that's probably the easiest way to get that, mm-hmm. that point swing right there. Yep. You know? that as well. That as well. And then uh, one of the other things they they're collecting are elemental points. They're tallying these things. So this is the one that we talked about before, which has the draft of your role choice. So each Cote player gets to vote. When they vote, they choose uh, another clan. They when they vote, they choose for another role for their clan. And when they vote. For a role a clan has, that clan gets points. The more points you have, the lower choice position you have in the draft. And so the current results show that Unicorn, uh, because no one really wants Keeper of Void, apparently that's the one of the worst, <laughs> viewed as one of the worst roles. Yeah. So Unicorn is first. Uh, it looks like Lion will be second. Dragon, maybe Crab. Uh, it doesn't mm. really matter because they don't have uh, conflicting choices. And then followed by Crane, Phoenix, and Scorpion. Now, here's the interesting part. So that the elemental points determines draft order. But what we didn't talk about last time was what the roles were that they had picked. So the leading roles. So Unicorn's first choice is Seeker of Fire, second choice Seeker of Water, third choice Seeker of Air. So they're going Seeker. Because right? they have a keeper role right now. They have a keeper yep. role mm-hmm. right now. So and again, this is collective unicorn players at Cote's voting for this. So they voted for Seeker Fire. So they'll get assuming these things hold. These orders may change. I don't know how close they are, but they well, I think they hold these these orders will probably be pr- are pretty well set. They might one or two might flip here and there, but we I mean unicorns going first. Definitely. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. and and as far as the numbers go, there's about 140 people signed up for the first day at Gen Con. 140ish, 190ish. Last I checked for the second day so you're looking at 330 or so people voting so that's Mm -hmm. 330 votes so some of these orders may change some of the order of the voting may change i doubt it but who knows so this is all with a grain of salt so unicorn will get seeker fire they'll have keeper of void assuming all these things hold lion will get seeker of void and keeper of fire that could be huge for them. Yeah. Right? That could yeah, be it's a thing. Seeker of Void, they get pilgrimage and shameful. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be interesting. Instead of fire. Maybe that's another push towards crab strength for Pathfinder. Yeah. yeah. Dragon would get Keeper of Water alongside Seeker of Fire. 
I, I don't know that I know where that's coming from, really. Keeper of water, they want rally and another. I don't know what they want. Mm, maybe I mean, maybe well, Northern what, Wall Sensei. What, would be what water roll want. cards do we have in Elemental that Dragon would want? I'm not so sure it's that. I think they're on the right. Because of where they're at with fire now, I think there might be hate drafting. Might be future proofing. Yeah, maybe. It seems more likely to me. Just uh, don't don't let anyone else get that one. Like they could have grabbed if they could have grabbed void that way. I think they would have done. You well, know. now the, and and well, but the interesting the, thing is, the there's no drafting. overlaps here. Well, there are some overlaps. One there or two. Are, one or two. Well, there's there's yeah. So, uh, crab, their first choice was seeker void, but lion will have that. So, assuming lion gets oh, that, right. then crab mm-hmm. will get keeper of fire, right? So, crab will be a keeper of fire, keeper of earth, and and keeper of fire a lot means feast or famine. Yeah, precisely for crab. Which could be a huge deal, <laughs> right? That could be a big deal for them. They don't get Pathfinder's Blade because they'd be a double keeper role. Crane would not get Keeper of Fire, which is their first choice. They'd get Keeper of Air. So Crane would be all air all the time. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what flavor of air you want. I think there would be almost no reason. Because Crane tends to be fate-heavy, fate-demanding deck. Yeah, yeah, so totally, you'd go yeah. Seeker of Air almost every time there. Uh, Scorpion, uh, their first choice is Seeker of Void, but they would get Keeper of Void because Seeker of Void would be taken by Lion. Mm-hmm. So keep uh, so Phoenix would also be a Keeper-only clan, being Keeper of Void and Keeper of Water. And then uh, then they would get access to the Curse, which is a Void roll-only card. Yes. Uh, that could be dangerous, <laughs> right? And then Scorpion would not get Keeper of Fire, would not get Keeper of Air. They would get Seeker of Air. So... They would be a double seeker clan say, as well. Yeah, fairly, fairly comfortable with that one, all in all. We'll have to analyze but, it, but the toys are toys are good there. But yeah. if you if you go back to Dragon for a second, it looks like nobody else wants Keeper of Water. Right, Keeper of Water has uh, f- Keeper of Water. So I don't think your your supposition of hate drafting for Keeper of Water necessarily holds up. There. Yeah, I don't, like I say, it's a possible. And, and keep in mind, at that point, it barely matters anyway. Where they are in the positioning means that they're going to get. They're pretty much going to get that. True. Period. You know. So. Now, here's here's the thing. If you looking at that entire like you've listened to us, right? And I've spouted a lot of keeper and seeker roles. Yeah. So you have Unicorn sharing their roles with Dragon and Phoenix. You have uh Lion sharing their roles with Scorpion and Crab. Uh Scorpion shares their roles with Crane and Lion. So you mm-hmm. have there's a lot of overlap. There's a Crab only shares one role with Lion. And Crane shares Seeker of Air with Scorpion. Everybody else shares their and then both dra- their roles yeah, with somebody else. And Dragon and Phoenix yep. will share a role also. Yep, Dragon yeah. and Phoenix share a role. And Dragon Dragon shares their role with Unicorn and Phoenix. Um, and Phoenix shares both of their roles with Unicorn and Dragon, vice versa. Mm-hmm. So th- there's a lot of overlap. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's now here's now that's the, you might you might guess that that's a draft thing, right? That that's not to be unexpected mm-hmm. we and we mentioned this last time that there are with the elemental championships there's 14 clans 14 potential clan roles but only 10 roles themselves yeah. right yeah there was a tweet tyler parrot tweeted out that the roles determined by elemental championship votes are not drafted roles Whichever role your clan votes for the most during that season is what they're going to get yeah there's no, no restriction yeah. so there's going to be a glut at Certain roles, secret fire, secret void. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's gonna, they're just gonna be. That's gonna be the. Now that's not gonna happen until that goes into effect in May. 
okay. right? But for eight months, there's going to be a glut there. Now they can't choose the one they already have, so it'll be a weird one-time only glut. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe we'll see the big swing up on that coming. Like, obviously, there's a whole conversation about Seeker Avoid being perceived as the most straight out, here's, here's some power cards go mm-hmm. kind of feel. But as we said as before as well, Feast of Famine, for example, encourages towards a different yep. um, focus yep. role. So it'd be very interesting to see what gets grabbed so, and how much that's organized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so the, the roles at Worlds are still will still be, like, that's not changing. Mm-hmm. But the elemental roles will just be... Every clan can get what they want. Am I understanding that correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the so the uh, the first season of the elemental championship role will replace the Kote role. Okay. Yeah. Right. This is happening in March, late as you yeah. know, January through March. So I mean, and then so whoever whatever your clan chooses, then it doesn't matter what the other clans choose. You get what you want. Mm-hmm. And we assume as well. So that if everybody's you can't. picking those seeker roles, then there are, <laughs> there's going to be yeah. all this variety for, with the first role being mm-hmm. the Kote role, because right. that's going to be outlast mm-hmm. the world champ. Oh, sorry, sorry. The EC role, the first EC role will replace the Kote role. So the yes. world championship one is the one that is drafted. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? The EC ones are not going to be drafted. Yeah. So so in 2019, we'll have the the March you know, first pick of an of an elemental championship role, mm-hmm. and it's every clan gets what they want. Yep. Then, like, uh, was it June or July? We'll have that again for another elemental championship. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, then at Worlds, it's drafted. Yes. So that'll be interesting to see what happens at Worlds next year, because if it's drafted and you're restricted based on what you have had previously that's really going to make choices difficult right it's going to yeah. be very limited right. choices well it's yeah. it's draft it, the the world's choices is restricted to ones you don't currently have right yes, right exactly. yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so but, like but think about well, that you, you you can't have ones that you currently have mm-hmm. and if you're not you know choosing first you're <laughs> you've got a very restricted pool to choose from yeah. if you're choosing last at world's you're really gonna get, you know, bottom of the barrel, whatever's, you know, keeper avoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to clarify there as well, when you come to pick the elemental, you still can't pick a a uh, role you currently have access to, either through the previous elemental or drafting process. Right? I would assume so. That yeah. I I do not have absolute clarification okay. on that. And, and I, you know, it seems like we, sh- it seems like that should be the that, case, yeah, right? Like because the idea was you don't to want to lock down a role like we were talking about. Yeah, last the idea time. was to yeah. avoid any anybody sitting on one role for any any length of time. So we know for starters that um, Lion is going to draft something, um, not is going to choose something, not seek or avoid. Yes. pretty much assuming where they are right now, and and Scorpion is not going to have seek or avoid. Period. Right, it, it, there is no physical way you can get it. So, right. so it will have a four month minimum. Yes, four month minimum period where it cannot have that role. Period. There's no physical way for it to do so. It, it'll actually be longer because these roles will go into effect after Gen Con. Yeah, and then they will be in effect until May of next year. Yeah, but it, um, but you can you can it's a repick every four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So so then so then Scorpion will have the secret, but Scorpion will have secret void. So these will be the active roles until the world championships mm-hmm. are picked, and the next one goes into goes and the world championship pick goes into effect in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these roles will be in effect until the end of this year. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So there'll be a, a but the point being there'll be a rotational period where it's not possible for that particular clan in this case to have that role, mm-hmm. and then that yeah. should kick up every world champs. There should be a 
yeah, that's that's an interesting little self-balancing system. Whoever, whoever, assuming there is a role that every last person wants, and assuming one side is being fairly dominant, once one one clan will be right, not ours for a while. That's right, it. And, it, and if everybody goes in on one or two roles, nobody's going to have it next time. Yeah, basically, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, a whole like, bunch of okay, kids. so we're all going to be oh, equally yeah. awesome, strong, no. and then everybody's going to be equally awesome, not quite as strong. Yeah, you do, you do, you do have our. Win- uh, um, Winter of our lack of void, right? Yeah, that's basically, <laughs> or summer of our lack of void, well, yeah. roughly. I, I suppose yeah. you could go, you could flip flop between secret void, secret fire, right? But at one point, uh, in mean, terms again, of where's the strength come there? In, yeah. turn, in terms of the elemental championship choices, you could flip flop between those two, yeah. but mm. you couldn't flip flop qu- quite from one to the other because they they overlap. There's that overlap, and that's assuming no. Well, no, on the voting front, you can just pick. Yeah, so you can always have access to one. Oh, yeah. I think I think it's time to pull out the um the what do you call it the uh, inventiveness guys. The aba- I, think, uh, I think that's. I how think, about the abacus? This yeah. is this is getting no, complex. No, yeah, like, not just not just that. I think I'm I look at that and think about card games and think you the way to make this work now is not to rely on any spike leveled. Um, optimized out role and start looking at the kooky stuff because well, that's what that's what you're going to be able to go and get. I'm, I'm sure know. I'm not going to be the first one to say this or the first one to think this, but it does seem like they're really trying to sort of apply the idea of mono no aware to roles. Oh, without, oh without yeah, yeah very, doubt. yeah, very nice. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah I mean that's entirely it. Yep, nope. You got it. You got it. You have. You are good in. You are good this winter. You get this. Get this much, and then spring comes around. Then all change. Tough luck. <laughs> Tough luck. Here you go. Work something out. Now, one thing we have definitely learned since last time we recorded, which was last week, we know what Toshi Rambo is. The card <laughs> is a holding. It's a strength. Th- uh, sorry, sorry. It's a province. It's a three strength province. Imperial, unique, of course. Um, this province starts the game face up and cannot be turned face down. It cannot be a stronghold province. Characters played from this province enter play with one additional fate on them. So it starts play face up. It can't be turned face down. It can't be on your stronghold. And characters get one extra fate when they enter play. Wow. From the characters played, played from this province. From this ah, province. okay. Yeah, yeah, characters yeah. played from this province. So you can't yeah. charge them in and put a fate on them. No, no, no. You got to no. play them. Um, uh, and so it gets an additional fate. Now, interestingly enough, I noticed, well, it's it's drawn up as neutral. My guess is that they're talking about whether Scorpion or Crab will own it. So this will go to either Scorpion province or Crab province. Mm-hmm. But it's written up as neutral here. And then there's an interesting symbol in the bottom. There isn't there isn't an element yep, not as such. to it. Yep. So I wonder will that be if it's chosen a universal based on element or what? Uh, maybe oh yeah yeah maybe it's based, well, chosen based on claim maybe that's a placeholder. Well, following well assuming it stays as it is, following the current rules we've got, then that means you can take it, since it does not count against any of your elemental counts. You can simply choose it, right? Right. You know. Right. I would say it. I just I just look at that baby and I think um what do you call it? The uh, hidden dojo. Mm-hmm. There's a comedy combo on on its way. Yep. You know. Yep. Hidden moon dojo. Yep. Uh, next to this. Yes. Oh, yeah, right? exactly. And you, yeah. And you, yeah, that would be pretty rough. On it would be kind of annoying, but yeah. Yeah. So my feeling is, is that, that additional fate is good for the most part. Uh, Scorpion tends to want their characters, especially the Bayushi Liars and the, some of their smaller characters, to fade out. But so yeah. let, me, let me ask for a, a bit of clarification on this, because the wording is specifically 
characters played from this province enter play with one additional fate on them. Mm-hmm. So if you play it out without putting any fate on it, yep, it gets one a fate. One. Yeah. It gets one or does yes, not get it does it does. one? Yeah, okay. you are paying zero fate when you put it into play. The game, the game in, most definitely in, encompasses all or additional as a zero value. Yeah, FFG is right. very solid on that one. Yep. All right. Yeah, no, it's a crazy toy. Yeah, I just look at it as a power multiplier. I got Bayushi Shoju or whoever on here. Sweet. Out they come with um, one one more fate cost for me. Because every fate you put on a big character, of course, is a nice, big, strong, another turn's worth of um, problems for people mm. to handle. So Ugh. it's a strong effect. Mm. The three co- the three strength is about right. And, it it's any, a, and it's face up. Yeah. So it starts face up. So you, now now your opponents know where to attack. Yeah, it's a blaring it's, target. There's, yeah. yeah, it's a big target. It is. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking, based on a game I played on one Wednesday, I'm I'm not gonna want to see a Phoenix player playing with that str- with that province ever. With Pretty this much? one, yeah, with Toshi Runbook, because I don't want to see Tadaka hit come up on that province. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your pick. There's a there's a there's a good few targets. Prodigy, yeah, I don't want to no, see a like, Prodigy Tadaka, come okay. up. Okay, Tadaka just wrecked me on Wednesday, so <laughs> as he does. Like I was playing Scorpion and I was trashing my opponent, and then Tadaka hits the table and the pendulum swung swung in the other direction. Yeah. Yeah, and I lost T- horribly. Tadaka, Tadaka tends to do that. He comes up, and you're just like, please don't play him, please don't play him, please don't play him, please don't play him. I mean, oh, was, man, you put him out there with three fates. Son of a gun. <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, it was just like flipping a switch, and my game was done. Yeah. Like, my deck was working. I was, you know, playing. I was playing my Scorpion deck. And I'm, you know, I'm just going at it, going at it, going at it. And then Tadaka. And I, then I looked at my, my, my conflict discard, and I'm like, I have one of everything in there. Yep. Yeah, yep. and so that's one of those things you need to be like. It doesn't occur to me. <laughs> so something like this, maybe explicitly when I'm playing Phoenix, but it has to be that trigger. I'll be yeah. like, okay, don't play the don't play the events you really really need unless you really really need them because Tadaka could come up next turn. <laughs> right. <laughs> so something like something like Toshi Ranbo, when it when like you're when a champion hits it or some big five coster or something, that's. Yeah. Going to be pretty devastating. Power mm-hmm. multiplier. Yeah, without mm-hmm. doubt, it is. I mean, that, that's fate in general, but it's a freebie one. So yeah, 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 yeah for sure. You know, I mean, those yeah, those, that situation where you're on exactly enough fate to buy one big guy, and he's on top of there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awful. Now, as a, a courtesy from Card Game DB, we know the now, even though the cards haven't been released, the 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 last pack will come out physically next week. We do know what's in the pack, and mm-hmm. we know what's in the fifth pack here. So we know the contents of the elemental cycle. Let's focus on the last couple packs. What of what is this? All and nothing is the fifth pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What are you guys excited about? Well, for it's it's very void. <laughs> yeah, it's got a good void feel to it. Okay, I'm going to start off with a card that I'm just completely conflicted about, and our friend Jason Wallace, you know probably called this one right when he said that I'd have a problem with it. And for anybody who's, you know, listened for a long time, I'm getting there and they know the packet, they're probably gonna guess which card I'm gonna say. It is Tainted Hero. Three cost character, six military, dash for political, zero glory. Bushi Berserker Shadowlands. This character cannot be declared as an attacker or defender. Action, sacrifice a friendly character. Until the end of the phase, treat this character's printed text box as if it were blank except for traits. Yep. It's fabulous and horrible at the same time. <laughs> it's yeah, fabulous it because it's it's very crab, very thematic. You know, sacrifice a character and it gets to attack, which is interesting. 
But the fact that it's Shadowlands and it's crab and everybody knows that I don't want to ever see the Shadowlands lying with the crab and all that, like in the old storyline, <laughs> I'm really conflicted about this card. I, I want to like it, but I also kind of hate it. Well, I'll also point out as well in, in crab standard theme, it's fantastically defensive. It's Oh, it's it's a fantastic, very crabby card. I just don't like it that it's Shadowlands. I don't... I don't <laughs> I don't want that ever to be like I, okay. The crab do have a problem with tainted people, like because they're on the wall, they're the bastion against the shadowlands. They suffer like Bushi in for the crab suffer a lot of taint. They they lose a lot of people because of that. You know when they go on their forays into the shadowlands, they lose people just from people getting tainted. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's a thing. It happens. There, there are some, you know, so there are, you know, Shadowlands infected crab people, so it's it's kind of thematic. It just, it's kind of, this card is kind of bordering on that, po- you know, possibly hinting at a, an alliance between the Shadowlands and the crab, which should never happen. Uh, I I get what you're saying. I think that card is a little bit more of the um, certain, certain amount of crab mastery. Look, this guy is completely under our control. You know, here he is. He can't attack. He can't come. We don't want to. I mean, the cost to use him is kind of crappy. But if we need to, we have this great power under our. And I think it's. I don't think it's quite where you're going quite yet. But I think it's waiting for a certain chunk of hubris to get there, as it were. Right. You know, uh, so. Well, it's it's not that it's getting there. It's that it's the <laughs> inkling of possibly oh, yes. going in that direction. It's a hint of a possible future that I hope never comes to pass. Oh yes. Oh yes. Quite understood. Um, glancing around these, oddly enough, there's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of fun stuff in here. My major one is a neutral card. Uh, Perfect Land Ethos is a horrifying thing to see in a Scorpion deck. As it should be. Because <laughs> if you've read the stories about the, per- the where they've mentioned the Perfect Land Ethos, it's a pretty horrifying thing if you think Discard about it. Discard each status token. My God, can I tell you how many times I would be happy to fire that card? <laughs> That's going in your cost. Scorpion deck, isn't it? Two cost. I mean, it's too fate, but holy crap. number of times I'm like, well, that guy's on into oblivion. And I've used um, Budgema Call it a few times, 4 D-Dicks, and I've got quite a few Dishonored tokens. Yeah, you know what? Reset. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Board wipes are are <laughs> nasty Yeah, in, in every game I've ever played that has them. Yeah. And just think about all the classic, ah, here's my Phoenix guys. I've got all the wonderful amounts of honoring on them. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah. That <laughs> um, for me, the w- the bustling academy, a phoenix card. Uh, it's a plus one holding academy action. If you control a scholar character, discard a card in a province and refill it face up. So uh, the crab were alone in their province destruction capabilities, and now we're not. <laughs> this <laughs> allows phoenix to kill other holdings. So now I have to fear. Uh, the bustling academy coming up and getting rid of my iron mine or getting rid of my Karata district. Darn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind the fact that you can filter for a freaking dynasty character you want on your side. Yep, yep. You, well, you could yeah. do that too, yeah. yeah. If there's nothing that's to target, a, that's a wonderful if there's effect. no reason to target your opponent, you yeah. can uh, say, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna discard this Fushisho mm. into my discard pile. And then yeah. there's the, there's the <laughs> set somebody... Military and political to the to the character in your discard pile. Yeah, there he goes. Oh. Yep, that's pretty rough, right? <laughs> yeah, there's some recursion there. Yep, that and um, um, Togashi Mitsu here. Here comes the monk deck. Holy cow! Um, five for a four three with three three glory covert and an well, action to okay, go fish. He's for the, the fire toys. breather, right? He is. Yeah. yeah. Oh my word. <laughs> to be fair, we all want the monk deck to happen. <laughs> but, it, but I mean, he's 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 going monk monk. It's happening, baby. Even he, okay. <laughs> 
even if you're not a hardcore dragon player, even if you've never played dragon, you should want the monk deck to happen because oh, totally. monks are damn cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. that might be the keeper of water choice. That might be the, the explain a keeper choice for their role. Could be so mm. that they can put the keeper initiates in there. Oh, but it just oh my god, holy cow! This <laughs> guy. So what does he do? So action during a conflict in which this character is participating, choose a monk tattoo or keyhole card in your conflict discard pile. Play that card as if it was in your hand. Ah, okay. So a little recursion for monk keyhole and tattoo. If it's an event, put it on the bottom of your conflict deck instead of into your discard play pile. Right. So a little bit of balancing there. Right. But holy cow. Yep. 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 Uh, we got we got cool. rid of Hulk tattoo finally. No, you didn't. <laughs> 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 like, oh. uh, no, no, no. Oh, it is a tattoo. It is indeed oh, a tattoo. Yes. Uh, are you kidding oh, me? No, no, yes. no, no. This guy, oh, this guy no. is. If you thought you were un- un- displeased about Tadaka, this is on the other side oh, of the table. No. You, 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 Tadaka pops up and you go, I can't do anything. This guy pops up and going, Well, I could do anything, but why bother? Yeah. And a 4 3 covert, for Christ's sake. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and being a crap player, I also like the Cooney Laboratory. Oh, gosh. Yes. The Cooney, yeah. uh, yes, the Cooney Laboratory is pretty awesome. It's a, it's a plus zero holding. Each character you control gets plus one military and plus one political, which is a little odd for crab. And the mm-hmm. additional political, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Forced reaction. After the conflict phase begins, lose one honor. So here's the thi- here's the combination. So this is a ticking time bomb. It is, but a it's a pretty powerful bomb. one. But it comes up the first time, right? And it, they stack. So if you have multiple showing. Yes. It's two honor, but everybody gets plus two, plus two. But here's the thing. You but you can, also would lose two honor at the beginning of the next conflict phase, too, if they're uh, still But only them. one a conflict. But here's the thing. You get rid of them, and then the action phase begins, and you, first action that you have the opportunity to take, you rebuild one. Yeah. The oh, conflict yeah. phase has already started, so the one honor last doesn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, exactly. So you, yep. get, so you can work around now. You, you know, you want to rebuild Iron Mines, you want to rebuild Karate Districts. You, there's a lot of stuff you want to rebuild. So, But if you've got Casada you out rebuilds. and you just need that one extra, oh, yeah. you oh, could re- rebuild yeah. that. And oh, yeah. It would I mean, be it's good. a hell of a buff. It's, a, it's an oddly swarmy little crab card, to be fair. But, you know. Yeah, it, it implies it pushes you to more swarm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which, to some extent, like later in the game, I find, as a crab player, I have... A lot of characters out because everybody's everybody's hold held fast. Well, there's maybe a point, right? You rebuild this towards a stronghold break. Here we go. Yeah. I'll pay an honor yeah. for a plus one, plus one for everybody. Yay, here yeah, here we go. Yeah. Go smash in, yeah. Or um, if you get it early, you discard it and you rebuild it. You, yeah. you save that rebuild to exactly. the stronghold break. Yeah. yeah, turn 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 rebuild into a into. Oh my a gosh! Yeah, end buff. Yeah, between yeah. between Kuniyori. Yeah, and this, you're getting plus two, plus two on a. On an Earth conflict. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's a there's an ending for blow. every character. Yeah, there's an ending oh, blow. Yeah. yeah, that could be rough. It's it's kind of gross. So, what do you guys think of the Imperial Librarian? Neutral card, two two cost character, two two, two glory, fire roll only. Each character gets plus one glory. Ouch. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a fun little toy, isn't it? I was thinking, you know, Phoenix might want to, you know, try and keep, hold on to a fire roll for that guy, but. Then again, I've been wrong about neutral two-costers before, wandering well, Ronin. Stats, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But stats on this are rock solid. Two for two, two is straight down the line. Two glory is as good a thing as it's bad, to be fair. Um, yeah, it tends to be, like I'm thinking about it, like I'm looking at the who has the fire rolls, and we're looking at lion, crab, the lion and crab, right, have fire rolls. Oh, uh, unicorn and dragon also have a secret of fire. Yeah, none of those are... <laughs> 
like maybe you would lion, stack nicely with an lion. honored general in lion. Yeah, maybe lion. Yeah. On the reverse side, I mean, it's nowhere near happening anytime soon, scorpion wise. But anyone focusing on dishonoring opposing characters finds it pretty damn funny too. Yeah. So because that's a nice little buff to that mm-hmm. downsider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, like I said, um, scorpion's nowhere near fire for any any amount of time. Yeah, so, glory mm-hmm. is a two sided. Uh, you know, it's a double edged sword. It's, yeah, it's a double edged sword. Yeah, that. Oftentimes, I end up getting cut by. <laughs> like I don't yeah. cut anyone; I cut myself. Um, yeah, there's the fun bit, isn't it? Fire so you'd have to kind of build a deck around being honored. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe it. Maybe it belongs in Crane. Yeah, I think Crane or Phoenix. Two cost, yeah. two cost, two cost, two two. Yeah, two cost, two two, two glory. Yeah, yeah. Right Is it now, Imperial? Crane, yeah. I'm guessing it's Imperial. It's, uh, yeah. Courtier Imperial sh- Scholar. Oh, a Scholar. Very nice. Oh yeah, no, okay. inter- no that's an interesting place. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's so it's, yeah. It could hmm. it, it it could go in the two slot for Crane. It's a two two two. Yeah. Right. Nice that's, little cheap. Yeah. Nice little solid solid. Pretty stat. solid stat line yeah. for Crane. They don't yeah, have a lot of those. But yeah, that, that fire roll no. that fire roll only makes it interesting. It's a nice, it's a nice um, way to you know sort of you know. Oh, he's fire roll only. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. It's, so it's, he wouldn't go in Crane. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, yeah it, if, oh, well. if 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 Crane was willing to take a fire roll. Yeah. It'd be if, interesting if it addition. Yeah. So it's a great little cap on his power, just saying, you know, only fire rolls. See, so. that's the thing right. as well. Two for two, two, uh, two, 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 four twos all the way down. Does mean that he's a reasonable um, single uh, province breaker with an, an honor effect in hand. Yep. So two costs, that's not bad. That's a good solid little friend, you know? He's a courtier, he's a scholar, so he opens up some card possibilities for those yeah. decks that are running light on courtiers. I'm not so sure the scholar deck is there for anything outside Phoenix right now. Yeah, well, it couldn't hurt if you need, if you absolutely have to fill the two spot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, getting him, getting him honored in a Phoenix deck via the Suki who mm. uh, uh, Suki Sako, who honors when the water ring is claimed. Mm. You honor oh, a scholar. Lord, yeah. mm-hmm. You honor that guy. Booyah! Cheap, cheap hit, right? That's Maybe really big. You know what? I think that's about. I think that's my kind of neutral card. There's a whole bunch of places he fits quite nicely without being without screaming one okay. specific build. You know, and, and he's right. a nice buff for every other character on the table. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna steal it off me? No, imagine like imagine. Okay, let's say that Phoenix has a fire roll. You've got Sukune out. You throw down an Imperial Librarian or two because he is non-unique. If you can pull this guy out, mm-hmm. and oh, obviously yeah. he's. Ow. He's a dynasty character, but if you've got a Sukuni on the table and two of these flop out and you put them both out, that's yeah. Sukune gets nuts. And then yeah. you honor her, mm-hmm. and that's just brutal. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. so we've got the crab card around somewhere. Not crab, the crane card, but the honor of the honor again, right? Yeah. Soul Beyond Reproach, Soul, yes. Yeah. yeah, and on, on the subject of um, multiple honor and dishonoring, and that explains me um, slightly yelling at Tobin just now. Um, <laughs> we, we knew she was coming, but Shoshiro Sadako is here. Little 2 one, one. When she's dishonored, add her glory instead of taking it away. <laughs> she's freaking comedy, and yes. everyone hates me for it, and I know, and all that character. Now, she she thankfully, she isn't a courtier, so you can't just four edict and dishonor her yeah. and have a four four. But next to her is the mark but of shame, which is even mark funnier. Of shame. <laughs> which is a two cost zero plus zero plus one attachment for Scorpion air roll only. As so, if the Scorpion needed any more toys. Yeah, well, yeah so the Scorpion will get this. We'll be able to get this, assuming the Toshi Rambo season holds. Play, plays out yet? After the after you play this attachment, dishonor attached character, then dishonor it again. To make sure, really, really make By sure way, it's got that big black mark on yeah, it. Like to say, and and to make a fair point as well, add to our previous conversation about the um, imperial uh, librarian. About mm-hmm. uh, add that card to that conversation. Unfortunately, yeah. Like, on the I've added side, one to yeah. the glory. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's um it's an interesting swing, but 
Any thoughts on Raging Battleground? It's a four-strength holding for Lion. Reaction. Well, or sorry, yeah. not a holding, a province. Province, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so four-strength province reaction. After this province is revealed, choose a non-unique character with no fate on it. Discard that character. Just blam. I mean, that's what it's... That's It's it's a reverse Pathfinder's Blade. It's a, it's another reason to be careful about sending a little one dude you had as the poke, because he might just disappear. You know, it protects itself in those circumstances. Well, but but yeah. you... It's it's not a... Is it an attacking character? No, no just a character. No, just a, just character, a character, right? So it can ping off all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a great so little toy. You send yeah. somebody to ping that, and you got your big bad sitting back there with no fate on it. Yeah. Guess what? Non- non-unique, keep in mind. So, yeah. That's so true. That's, that's, a, true. that's the thing. So that's what well, Need yeah. 10 Master is non-unique. Oh, there's plenty. <laughs> the, the Doom Shugenja right? is non-unique. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's places where that is going to be a great little you know, quick swing in, a, in a conflict. Yeah. yeah uh, especially if it's... Honestly, I think it's more... It's, it's a four strength, right? What, mm. And what problem, What what void. element is it? I was going to say what, what, what else void. is void. what else is um is a lion taking this void right now? Shameful well, display. Shameful, yeah. Hmm, that's I'm not sure if it. Yeah. I'm not sure if it replaces shameful. Well, it's a four strength. Yeah, Shameful's but but here's three. the thing. Here's the thing. This is endless planes for lion. Oh yeah, precisely. Yeah. And it's a targeted one. Yeah. To some. To to. Yeah. Yeah. A limited. A limited. Okay. Because okay, yeah. how many? How many? Unique characters are in the game in comparison to non-unique characters. Like there's, I don't know. My my guess would say be, be about two to one uni- uh, non-unique to unique. Right. Be, yeah. Right. right now. For every two right non-uniques, yeah. you've got one unique. That's mm-hmm. a, you know about one third. That's yeah. That feels about right. I don't have any exact numbers. Yeah. So when someone, when someone's gonna like ping a province, you know, and try and f- flip it, how often do they come with multiple attackers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how often are those attackers unique? Yep. Take, take. So this could end up functioning a lot like endless planes. You, mm-hmm. you, it flips, it flops over, and the line player says, "Kill your attacker, discard your attacker." Boom. Yeah, yeah. And, and and then you know that ends the conflict. And as Toby was saying as well, oh, even the more horrible thing of, I won't send this little guy in just in case he, oh, that went wrong. Oh, good night to him. You know, yeah. I lose Soshi, Sinister Soshi's, for example, and things like that. Um, and I think you're hitting the point. We can see in the meta a certain amount of swarminess is starting to uh, form on the horizon, and yeah. it's definitely good against those. And, and those that's what down. I see. That's what I see when I think of the swarminess. I think of the smoke card the dragon got. Yeah, the attachment. I like that card. Where Especially you, the art. where you uh, bow and discard it to give all attacking characters minus two military, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe all part, all opponents' characters minus two. I'm not sure of the specifics there, but that's a huge. Anti swarm card, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the one of the strategies when you're playing against a unicorn player is you never attack with just one character in case endless planes, right? When playing against raging battlegrounds, if you if you at all want to have that character stick around even for the turn you're on, you put a fade on it. Which in case good, in case yeah. in case you hit raging battleground, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, a typical meta control one. Also. I'm always seeing the weird ones here. This is the faction that has the uh, Kitsu Spirit Caller. Yes, it use, is. Use a little dude, bow them, and mm-hmm. then someone runs into your thing, you destroy that guy, mm-hmm. and then you can use him again. Yep. Same round. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fun little combo trick available. Yeah. So it's got it's got legs. Because, it's like you say, it's so widely targeted, it can just pick a guy who's non-unique. Right. Yeah. Non-unique, right. no fate, boom, gone. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun toys. For sure. For sure. Actually, do we have anything we really fun put when you put 
characters in to play tricks for um, non-unique stuff in Lion? Not yet, but if we do, that card becomes awful. The ability to grab someone out, to get rid of someone and bring them back in for that effect again. Ooh. Oh, I think so. Nothing's triggering. Yeah, I don't think so. But I mean, besides Spirit Caller, besides... I mean, you could pull in a charge. You, you know, you can. There's certain combinations you could do had, had to to set this up, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, just keep an eye out for that. If, if Lion gets a little little non-unique dude who does something when he comes into play, then ow. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's what gotcha. I'm thinking. Yeah, that's a that's an awful trick. Yeah. So that's those are some of our thoughts. Any other thoughts on this fifth pack of the cycle, Ebb and Flow? Um, we didn't really talk about the neutral province appealing to the fortunes. This province gets plus two strength when you have a void roll. Uh, so it's three strength, so it becomes five, which is not bad. Interrupt. When this province is broken, put a character into play from one of your provinces or from your hand. So okay. it's a breaker and you get a dude. Yeah. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. three with the possibility of being five. Yeah. And to add to the um, the monk conversation earlier, uh, Void Fist here, a little keyhole that um, Togashi Mitsu can play with. Um, during a conflict, if you play at least two other cards this conflict, choose a participating character with equal lower military skill than a participating monk card you control, such as the Force Jump, um, Togashi Mitsu, and move that character home and bow it. That's a, and a yep. zero-cost event, so that's a hell of a toy. Yeah, game. you've had to have played other cards, but once you do that, you're golden. Yep, off they go. Um, set it up, send them home. Absolutely, positively. One quick question before we move on to the other pack. Sure. So, Getting back to just appealing to the fortunes oh, for just sorry. a second. Does it replace Shameful Display? If you have a void roll, obviously. If you have a secret void, does it replace either shameful or pilgrimage? Yeah. Um, hmm. It's pilgrimage strength. Yeah. You're playing a character from your hand. Or a province. Or a province. Um, you know it could it, do. It's it, close. It might replace shameful in a couple of spots. I can see it. I can see it replacing pilgrimage. It's same strength. Essentially. In, if in, you have in, a void roll, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but pilgrimage is very powerful. It is. Yeah. That's a hell of us. Yeah, close. Let's say close. Have to try. If you, if you've been playing, maybe if you've been playing pilgrimage as a non stronghold province. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you have a void roll, then that I could see you putting that in, but I don't know. I play I play with pilgrimage as my stronghold province almost exclusively. Mm -hmm. There are times when I'll switch it out with something else, but. I don't know. Like that's uh, shameful is hard. So w when do you not want shameful? You don't want shameful when it doesn't matter to you. So low glory, low glory decks. Yeah, it's a weird call, isn't it? Well, right? on, the, on the flip side, if you, like you're saying, if you're not running pilgrimages um, stronghold for whatever reason, then at that point you've got two strength five void provinces that could be worth that versus shameful mm -hmm. on its own. Yeah. You know? yeah. Honestly, they're maybe yeah maybe it's in crab. I've had if a few you, times. If you have a secret, vo if Crab gets secret void, they can yeah. play pilgrimage Ooh, yeah. and that, yeah. and that would give you five, yeah. oh, two fives, two yeah. fives. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's tough, that, tough to so get that could be. And there, there's there have been some times recently when I've had shameful flop, uh, when, and I and I'm bowed out, mm -hmm. and it's just oh. Yep. Yeah, and it's an easy and it's easy to break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's 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 the thing there. Yeah, you're quite right. And I mean, appealing to the fortunes are fantastic for the defending player. Um, one before the stronghold on stronghold turn for your opponents, where they go, I need to break one, and then go to the strong. There's an extra guy at the stronghold. Crap. Yeah. You know, basically, assuming they can get through the five. You know, that's yeah. that's rough. So yeah, I it, these five provinces, and you know, a few episodes ago, I talked about how how interesting these five provinces would be. Mm -hmm. and whether or not they would pay off or not. And it's interesting to see how 
again, I don't know that we've found exactly the right way to use them. And I think it will be case-by-case case basis, right? Clan-by-clan mm-hmm. clan basis. But it'll be interesting to see how these move forward yeah. in the in the coming you know month or two months. Yeah, true. Now think, that everything is out. I think I'm kind of glad to see that. I think it's always a good... I th- we've seen we've seen a few... Um, let's repeat a common line of ours. We've seen a few FFG LCGs before. And generally, <laughs> corset ones tend to have, here are some things that everyone will use for a long time. And then I think it's always better to see the first cycle or two bring stuff that you don't immediately go, well, I'll use this for that. You go... Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure, and right. that's good. You know, if it's got a specific home, or if it's interesting but not guaranteed taker. You know, power creep is never a good thing. Is what I'm kind of working towards, I suppose. Right, and while there does seem to be a bit of power creep in the provinces, there isn't too much. Yeah, I think the balance is still there. The right, some of the holdings, uh, you know, the, the one of holdings, Kanjo, Karada. Yeah. Well, as you said, one ofs. Yeah, they're one ofs. So, yeah. The, well, the imperial districts are pretty powerful, but they should be because they're imperial districts. Yeah. 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 All right. Pack six, the final pack. Elements unbound. Mm-hmm. There were uh, twenty in this pack. Twenty cards in this pack, as as usual. I, in my mind, the leader of this pack, the star of this pack, is the unicorn stronghold that was officially spoiled yesterday. Hisumori Toride. So apparently the unicorn get this fort back, or they, yeah, they got it back from the lion because the lion started with it. And now the unicorn have it storyline wise. It's a plus one stronghold unicorn influence eight. Sorry, ten influence, eleven honor, seven fate. Fort reaction after you win a military conflict with one or with more participating characters than your opponent. Bow the stronghold and sacrifice a friendly cavalry character. You may declare an additional military conflict in his face, which is almost the mirror image of the lion version of HMT. Mm-hmm. Lion version has a res- has the restriction of you got to win by five or more. Mm-hmm. You don't doesn't talk about the number of characters. Here you have to have an additional character, yeah, and that's it. And then yeah. sacrifice a cavalry instead of sacrificing Bushi, and you get to declare an additional military, which is of course what the unicorn player wants to do that's that this is i think this is going to bust things wide open i for one now we haven't gotten to our gen con predictions now the cote you can only play the first four packs but the proving grounds on saturday everybody can play everything that will be really (laughs) exciting it'll be the first time to really see what what's happening if any of the unicorn players so hopefully the unicorn players Jump will on bring board. it. Oh yeah, I'm hopefully they bring it. Hopefully they bring it. And oh my they God, just Jesus. bring it hard, let's, right? Let's just do the full version here. I mean, it's you look at it and go movement tricks. You look at it and go cavalry. You look at it and go that ridiculous um, spell that puts three little cavalry dudes into play, and so on. And cavalry so reserves. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not just cavalry reserves. The um, the water, water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mashodo. Yeah, oh, force of the word. river. Yeah. Yeah. Just just keep lining them up. And basically, this is just the, the this is the lock that all those keys were looking for. It's not the, it's not the key. It's yep. just the thing they were all looking yep. to slot into to make it. Well, holy if, crap. And kind of insult adding to injury mm-hmm. in this pack, you've got the Minami Kaze regulars. Which is a unicorn card, five yep. uh, five cost character, six military, three political, bushi army cavalry, no attachments except weapon, reaction. After this character wins a conflict in which you have more participating characters than your opponent, gain one feint and draw one card. So even Just, so, you so that's some good you, ramp right you, there. Yeah, you you get the HMT. These Kaze regulars are in there with you. 
you get a card, you get a fate, and and you're set. You're setting up and for that for that third military. conflict. And another military, yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, just holy cow. Yeah, that's that's snowbally right there. Mm-hmm. Crane, I I like the I like the province that Crane got. Honestly, they got a fire province, a magistrate station, a three strength province. Choose an honor character, ready that character. Yeah, I think that's strong. I think it's appropriate at three. If it was four or five, it'd probably be stupid broken. I a, used my Hotaru and then I use her again. Yes, a, I that's will. A scary toy. Her and look, go. look, look forward to look forward to dishonoring as much as can be done in in between conflicts. Yep, I swear. Yep. I'm like, ow. Dragon also got another mantra, so now we have. Yeah, this I, is, I this think is that the, gives us three, right? Fire, fire, water, and now earth. Um, it's a zero cost event. Mantra of Earth, Kiho Earth, of course. Reaction after an opponent declares an earth conflict, choose a monk character or a character with a monk attachment until the end of the conflict. Opponents' card effects cannot target that character. Draw one and it's card. A trip. Just, just boop. Refer- cannot, boop, cannot do that. Now it kind of duplicates Sacred Sanctuary a little bit, right? Sanctuary, sanct- sanct- Sacred Sanctuary says that when an action is or a conflict is declared here, choose a monk, ready that monk, and then they can't bow or bow as a result of card abilities or opponent card abilities or be bowed as a result mm-hmm. of conflict Except resolution. But mantra is mantra is more global. Yeah. Well, so on on, on, on the attack in any location, and I refer you back to Togashi Mitsu from the previous pack, who looks at that card and cackles. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like I say, that Moon deck is, is storming along quite nicely. And then, of course, as crab players, Doug and I probably love pragmatism. I mean, oh yeah, it's a one cost one one attachment plus one, sorry one cost attachment plus one plus one. It's condition attached to a character you control. Why couldn't Hawk Tatsu say that? Darn it, <laughs> son of a gun! <laughs> While you are less honorable than an opponent, attached character gets plus one military, plus one political, and gains this character cannot be honored or dishonored. Yeah. So it's a one cost attachment, and if you happen to have just a little bit less honor than your opponent, which is gonna happen, it's a plus two plus two, mm-hmm. which is gonna which is happens quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't happen in every game. But it happens. That, that um, cannot be on on the list. There's a the reason that baby says attacks to only things you control. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that's true. That's so true. Phoenix would cry. Cry all that is. I also like specialized defenses. Cause well, specialized defenses is just, just stupid flat good. out good yeah. <laughs> card for crab. It's a, little compli- it's a little complicated. But well, it and, and it's a zero cost event. Yes. I, li- I, li- I love zero cost events. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Earth roll only action during a conflict if the attacked province has an element that matches the contested ring or a ring in your claimed ring pool. Double that province's strength until the end of the conflict. <laughs> Ten strength pilgrimage. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just happen to be coming at me with fire and I have uh, and I, 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 I you're coming at me with fire or you're coming at me with void. Yeah. Pilgrimage, or you know, or I, I happen to have you know the void ring in my pool. Yep. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yep. Yeah, there's there's a really grab. Yep. Now it, it it is it gets a little complex sometimes. You're like, okay, wait. If the attack province has an element that matches the contest ring or a ring in your McLean ring pool, so if it's pilgrimage, I'm looking at void. Do I have void? You know, so there's a little bit of that internal oh, yeah. monologue that you have to really internalize over time, yeah. but. It is a good card. As there should be for doubling the strength of the damn <laughs> <laughs> True. Or, or, or let's say you've got uh, entrenched position as your stronghold province, and they come military, 
<laughs> and you oh, play this event wow. yeah. with the ri- uh, the right ring in your ring pool. Well, yeah. I think then the str- the strength gets doubled to five, and then the plus gets added. Still, I think that's how it, it works. It, but it, yeah, fifteen strength province. Yeah, would be stupid. Fifteen <laughs> stupid strength, good. Fifteen yeah. strength against military, and that's not uniform, including the yeah. bonus from the pr- from the stronghold. Right. Although right, to right. be fair, military is one of the few places where we might expect someone to actually be able to break fifteen. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know. But it also makes um, the absolute one, um, I'm forgetting the name, it's on the tip of my brain. The political one that doubles. Ancestral land. Oh, yeah. Thank Ancestral. you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. Wow, right. I should be able to remember that. Yeah. You know, th- this gives, you know, Crab a reason to play Ancestral. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Oh, my, my, you know, my opponent's a scorpion. He's probably going to come at me politically. I'm going to put this, you know, Ancestral Lands as my stronghold province, and uh, I'm going to hold on to at least one of these specialized defenses. Ridiculously insane things. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, and then, you know, again, insult to injury sort of thing. Yasuki Broker is kind of cool. Four-cost uh, conflict character, right? No, it's a dynasty. Uh, no, it's dynasty. Two military, three political courtier, which is nice. You know, Crab don't have a lot of courtiers. Mm-hmm. While this character is participating in a conflict, each character you control gains courtesy and sincerity. Yes. <laughs> yes, so on the wipeout no, wipe phase. The, yeah. I have like a, I th- I think I've mentioned this before. I have a sacrifice crab deck that is just on the edge of being able to really just uh, now. It, sometimes it hits and it hits big and it hits huge. Sometimes it misses and I creep along. She's almost going to be an auto include in that. If you oh, can yeah. get her out, uh, you know, yeah, for yeah, cost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was going to say, what I was thinking, she might be a really good use for a charge. Well, <laughs> Just have a random military, just I get think, her into play. I think she replaces a Shuichi. I think she's... Possibly. Sh- because if you have a sack deck, you're, you're, and each it's, gains courtesy and sincerity. It says each character, not the, each other character also. So she yeah. does this to herself also. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you, you don't need the holding to trigger Shuichi. Which you, Shuichi needs a holding to be right. able to get the fate. She can, I can just sack somebody and get a fate and a card. So she's huge. Yeah, um, totally annoying. She has, feet. she doesn't have the covert, of course. But yeah, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm all right with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah versus versus the um, the economy we sh- she will hand you. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and Web of Lies, Lies. is just kind of sick. Yeah, um, so this is the... Remember how I talked about how uh, Maze of Illusion was there for one effect and not the other one? <laughs> Welcome to one of the main ways to have someone go, oh, crap, <laughs> yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. Well, when yeah. they when, when Web of Elias has been revealed and you're actually attacking it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and precisely. they go, Maze of Illusion, and you're you like, go, I wonder what number you're going to pick. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's where the mind games begins. So, um, Web of Lies, a X strength province for Scorpion. X is equal to twice the bid on your honor dial. Yeah, as I said, let the side games begin. Yeah. I, and, I, and I think that's, you know, these, these, are, these are all good cards. We've talked about a lot of them. I'm curious... I'm not sure about this. Tanju Jai? Taru tar- tar- Jai? It's a Phoenix event. Action, zero cost. During a conflict, choose a Shugenja character you control and a Shugenja character controlled by an opponent. Your character challenges the opponent's character to a glory duel. The winner of the duel's controller resolves a ring effect of his or her choice as if she was the attacking player. Glory duel. Yeah. A glory duel. I like. Here's the only thing. I think, I think this card's hilarious. 
people are definitely taking Shu Yangjas for o- obvious reasons. Um, Close so, the mind. Yeah, Close the mind. Well, all the clowns. <coughs> so all the so all the, the so the so the opportunities to use it will be reasonable, and that effect I think is bang on. Any any other way? I mean, we've got a handful of ways of resolving rings if you're attacking player. It's Phoenix Stick. That particular one is the most fun, most thematic, and. One of the fairer ones, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, like, but, well, uh, you know, apart uh, from you know, but this would be this would most likely be played in the core stronghold for Phoenix, yeah. where you give him plus two glory beforehand, oh, yeah, right? Just, yeah. But um, I think that's a hell of a toy. I think that's a, a quite a horrible thing. Yeah. Essentially, it boils down to in the right circumstance, play event trigger effect on. Yeah, thank you. As, jo- as um, <laughs> Doug is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imperial, he, librarian. Um, Imperial librarian is you know, a thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yep. oh God. Well, it's each other character. Keep in mind. So it's Period. a balanced. It's a uh, the imperial librarian is balanced in terms of the glory count. That's true. Each other not yeah. friendly. Yeah, it's everybody. And so. it's and it's not and the glory count doesn't matter. Honor dishonor status doesn't matter. Yeah, in the glory that. count. Glory. The, yeah. You see, that's the wonderful part there. Where it swings swings back a dishonored Shugenger on your side. Yeah. You know? And more than likely, unless they're playing core stronghold and have and have used it, there's only maybe there's only a one or two point difference between glory. True. Yeah, between not, the two not, characters. Not sharp a swing. Right, but you so. got you got a couple of imperial librarians out. You play the, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> yeah, Tariujai. Feel free to correct us in the comments. <laughs> Sorry for we're butchering this. You probably but are. To be fair, <laughs> if you've got a couple, if you know, if you've got like a Tadaka out, and you know a couple of imperial librarians, and you use that, and Tadaka challenges somebody else to a glory duel, that could be. Yeah, that could be a big deal. Yeah. Right, and you get to resolve a ring, a void, a water, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Yeah. All right, so those are our thoughts on the elemental cycle. So we've got a couple listener questions here, and then we'll kind of go into our Gen Con predictions. First, listener questions from Greg Miller. We've t- we've talked about this a little bit. Greg asks, what are your thoughts with the Toshi Rambo season results so far, given the end is just on the horizon? So I think we talked about that, Greg. Uh, we didn't supersede that conversation with your question, which I probably should have organizationally, <laughs> right? Hel- Would have helped. But we like, our heads are spinning with all the rules that are choices. Um, yeah. You have a lot of overlap between the clans. As we talked about, Crab has, uh, uh, shares one with Lion. I think it was, shares one with Lion. And then <laughs> Crane weird. shares one with, uh, shares Seeker Vare with Gor- Scorpion. But everybody else is sharing two, so you're going to have these weird mirror images where you you might have both players playing Seeker of Air, you might have both players playing Keeper of Water. Now this isn't going to happen at Gen Con. This is going to mm-hmm. happen at Worlds and and in the organized play events between Gen Con and Worlds. Yeah. Um, but it could lead to some really interesting and challenging ways to play, getting us out of our normal, okay, this is what I do, this is what I do, this is how I fight you, this is how I fight me, this is, you know, these are the cards I play and what order I play them in, so on and so forth. It feels like the game has kind of gotten to that point, at least to some extent, right? This is is maturity. This is is maturity hitting, I think. This is, yeah, yeah, the game has suddenly kicked, you're quite right. Well, and... And actually, sort of dovetailing off that is something that I'd like to say about the, the season as a whole, it's better post restricted list, and that sort of goes into the maturity that you're talking about. Oh yeah, the reasonable call. Yeah, I mean, if we if we didn't have the restricted list plus these changes, we would they would be. I think there's some obvious, absolutely obvious winners popping up. 
in the in the structure we've seen. If we didn't, then if we hadn't had gone, okay, let's kick a couple of yeah. these stupid yeah, cards yeah, in the yeah, teeth, yeah. you know, as hard as we can. Um, I think I think the best way to summarise my thinking on it is to point out the fact that whenever someone asks us about this right now, we keep having to refer back to a piece of paper. It's kind of complex. We're going to yes. have to see what this does <laughs> every time. It's like one second. Let me just check. Remind me just yeah. Um. I'm a bit sort of like, I'm still absorbing the last six packs for starters, let alone seeing where this game season wants to actually go. Certainly in terms of that you're saying about the Proving Grounds event where all six and World, this initial switch up is World is going time. to be interesting because, you know, the, uh, the the end of the season, you know, Gen Con is going to be good with the four packs legal out of Elemental. But I think the start of the new season at Worlds is going to be really nuts with all six packs of the elemental cycle available and who knows when underhand is going to hit yeah yeah no kidding underhand is slated to hit october i think okay. so it'll be in four worlds and i agree i think there's going to be a lot what what i've seen so far i've played played on jokoku quite a bit this week trying to get ready for gen con trying to get my head around my deck so on and so forth seeing if there's any last minute changes i want to make and i've played scorpion decks with dragon i've played scorpion dragon splash i've played scorpion decks with phoenix splash i've played lion decks with dragon splash lion decks with scorpion splash everything everywhere and as i'm looking at these roles as we're going forward out of out of the toshi rambo season into the world championship season i see doubling of seekers so uh crane scorpion uh crane and scorpion have have no keeper role right Crab has a keep is only keeper only. They they don't have a seeker role. Dragon has keeper and a seeker. Lion has seeker and a keeper. Uh, unicorn has seeker and a keeper. So there's I think the ones, especially the ones that have seeker and keeper roles, you're going to see a lot of diversity in those decks. Yeah. There's going to be a lot like people's mentality is like, oh, you know what, I'm going keeper here because I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. I want to get the additional influence, and I'm going to have a different splash than anybody who has keeper or seeker. And so it's just going to lead to unpredictability. When you sit down, you really don't know what your opponent. Is. I think the field is going to open up quite a bit. Yep. Once we've got once you know once we finish up Toshi Ranbo and we've got the second roll choice made, mm-hmm. the elemental. Yep. Uh, and yeah, like the, the the field, I think is just going to blow wide open. Yeah. yeah, making predictions at that point is a. Is difficult at difficult at best and a mild fool's errand right now. Let's, so, see, let's yeah. certainly see what Gen Con throws us. So I guess yeah. to cap my feelings on it, you know the the season's been good. You know it it started out kind of stilted until we got the restricted list with you know too much scorpion dominance. But the recent cotes have have seemed like they've been a lot more balanced. That things are things are good. The game's in a good place, and with the the choices finishing up the Toshi Ranbo season, it's going to finish on a strong note, and then it's going to blow the game wide open. Almost definitely, almost definitely. And then this, the second question, oh, with the packs that are legal for competitive play after Gen Con, so everything, yep. right? Which are the most interesting, which are the least interesting? I personally think Tainted Lands and maybe Ebb and Flow were the ones that hit for me a little bit more. But I'm also quite interested in seeing what happens with Unicorn as a result of this Stronghold coming out. Yeah, I probably would. I probably would pick um, uh, a final one as one of the bigger. I think there's a good few toys in there that shake shake up a few things. I think it really depends on which clan you're playing. Yeah, honestly, completely. you know, with the with each pack having sort of its own elemental theme, and each each pack has had some really good, really powerful cards in it, and the sixth pack, which sort of you know just sort of you know, 
you know, sort of the bow on top of the whole package, you know, tying the whole, you know, it's the rug that ties the whole room together. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tied, tied, tied into a bow around the whole package, apparently. Yeah, it's really yeah. a good mental image here. You know, it, there, there's, I don't think there's anything really boring because there are fun toys for each clan. And there are things in here in each pack that would, I could, you know, I could see myself like, ooh, I, you know, I'd, it'd be interesting to play, you know, dragon so i could do a monk deck and, and have mm-hmm. access to smoke and things like that you yeah know, so yeah yeah i think you're right there it's when 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 it says interesting to me it's the stuff that makes me go the the, the things that make me pause and go ooh, yeah what's going yeah. on with that and um, most packs have done that i can't think of one that hasn't really made me go hey that's a that's a thing in there you and know? maybe breath of the kami was a little yes meh reasonable reasonable but there was still but good stuff Kodaka came out in that and well that's true uh, so. yeah and, she, and she's well and I would say if there's if there's one that was the least interesting that I was the least excited about once I saw the contents, it was probably Fires Within mm. for me. Yeah, yeah I can buy that. That one, yeah. the, the third one out was like after Tainted Lands and like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. cool, right? Now, maybe Nazumi Infiltrator was in that one. I can't remember if it was in the third or fourth pack. But Infiltrator's good, but I was I was excited for to get, once I saw Flooded Waste, it was like, oh, yeah. Oh, howdy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then and Ma, spreading the darkness is also strong. So if I had to pick one for least interesting, it'd be Fires Within. I can buy that. I can buy that. Now, a friend of ours, Josh Cooper, a fellow coworker, colleague, and round professional the, the corner from Mrs. cafe. <laughs> yes, cafe uh, employee. We are recording at the Honda Game Cafe this morning. Josh Cooper. He asks, with the elemental cycle out, what is it with all the elemental cycle? No, I'm just kidding. I. <laughs> I primed people for those <laughs> questions. With the Hamano cycle out, is this event is this the event where the unicorn Hatamoto finishes higher than another Hatamoto? And if so, which one? So that I think that turns the question around to two two easy parts, which is do we think Unicorn has been given enough of a push to get it past that point? And if it has, which which um Who are which, they gonna pass? Which clan is I'll now the make weakest? a prediction. All, All right. right. I think that yes, a unicorn Hatamoto does finish above another clan Hatamoto. And the clan being Crane, really interesting. I would say Lion. Uh, I was Unfortunately, say, yeah. Lion. Unf- I, uh, sorry, I, Lion players. And I, and I think that's less I, of a less of a Lion strength comment, and more of a in the rock pa- great game of rock paper scissors. That if Unicorn is going to beat someone comfortably, they're going to beat some yeah. Lion. Now this is this. Uh, he's he's talking about the elemental cycle being out yeah. and this event. So if you're taking the gen the Kote, I don't know that you'll have any Unicorn player pass. Pass another Hatamoto. The Unicorn Hatamoto will be higher than another Hatamoto in the Kote. Yeah. Because they don't have the last two packs available to them. Yep. At the Proving Grounds on Saturday, again, which you can play any Indeed. released card. And the released cards will be released. All the, the six pack comes out on Thursday. So you will be able to play at the Come Proving on, Grounds on up, Saturday. Baby. Which is why I'm really excited to be part of that as, as a judge. So you everybody can play in the Proving Grounds. I will... I, I have no problem predicting that there will be a unicorn player that goes undefeated in those proving grounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm that gets six. That goes four, five, six. I'll be disappointed if there isn't. <laughs> yeah, and gets no, a Hatamoto. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if you can earn Hatamoto by going undefeated there, but I know it's a pretty the elite equivalent. Well, the equivalent. because you go. Yeah, because he you did go stipulate undefeated. with the cycle out. So yeah. I guess yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my thoughts are yeah. more when we get to worlds. Well, he says, he says, is this the event too? So if we define that down, I think it's quite clear. Kote proper, the Kote approaching at Gen Con, I don't think so. Like you say, the Proving yeah. Grounds and the Worlds afterwards. Worlds afterwards, people have had more time to absorb. I'm, I'm less um, yes. absolutely certain. At the Proving Grounds, I think that's going to be a, a bit of a whooping for people against Unicorn. And I, and, but I think at Worlds, it's very very likely as well. Yeah. I it's do. Too, I possible. do. Because, because at that point, the Proving Grounds, 
they will have had two days with these decks, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. if you're ahead of the game and working on Jokoku, maybe you have a few more days than that. But at Worlds, they will have tuned their decks to maximum efficiency. One presupposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they, they, I could see a Unicorn Hatamoto finishing above another Hatamoto pretty easily. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think they're going to do well, personally. And then lastly, Alan Smith, Alan Smythe. He has an E on the end, so uh, I think it's Smythe. Uh, if you are attending Gen Con for the first time, what are some fun things to do if you scrub out early? What are good activities you enjoy at board game cons? So let's start with the answer since you're at Gen Con of pick a direction. Yeah. Because there is stuff everywhere. Yeah. Well, so I'm a big RPG fan, so I part of my fun of going to Gen Con is playing in all sorts of role-playing games. You know the uh, various events. You know four hour four hour role playing sessions where you sit down, you grab a character, and you you know tell an interesting story for four hours. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> so I would suggest you know if if you want to you know if you want to get like a little bit outside of your comfort zone as a as a competitive card player, maybe pick up do a couple role playing games. They have some that are you know they have do have like a pick up and play role playing room there. They uh, uh, games on demand or something like that is what it's uh-huh. called. I'll put cash on they've got some of the demo stuff for um, the new L5R coming up because the starter kit is not far away yes. so there's a good chance you could do that right they will be doing uh, RPG demos of L5R yeah. they announced it somewhere okay. but but first and foremost the thing that you should do if you're going to Gen Con for the first time take one day and I and I and I mean one full day for just wandering around the dealer hall I may have said this before on the cast but the dealer hall is amazing <laughs> the dealer hall is just you you can't see the whole thing in an entire day if you know unless you're like you know like power walking through it. Mm-hmm. You know, there are demos there. There are people to talk to. There's all sorts of things to see, all sorts of booths. You know, lots of stuff to buy. So you can get in on demo games there. Uh, you can actually you know sit down and play full games sometimes of certain things that are like new releases and that sort of thing. Cool. You know, that feeling we all had when Toys R Us was announced as closing down. The dealer hall is the absolute inversion of that. It is to walk in and go, "Holy cow! Look at all this stuff! Look at all the possibilities! Look at this insane amount of things going on!" Yeah, from new toys to new games. And I would say you mentioned scrubbing out early. For that, the demo section is absolutely perfect. The march over, watch what people are playing, try out something quick. Yeah, you know, go over to yep. FFG's ones. They're always running tons of demo stuff yep. everyone will be too I'll be doing some demos on Friday yeah oh yeah yeah piece of advice I would have is keep loose uh, allow for uh, improvisation it's always good to have uh, a number of general tickets just just generic tickets yes. in your hand the $3 mm-hmm. value because one of the funnest times I have and I still remember this I was at Gen Con this is probably 2014 uh, John and I were walking around, and it was kind of later at night. We were walking through the FFG area, and uh, a young lady came up and says, Hey, do you want to play some Elder Sign? And we went, <laughs> Oh, we've never played before. And she's like, That's fine. And and she's like, It's you know two generic tickets. And we had two generic tickets in our pockets. We, f- we gave them to her. We filled out the group because there was only two of them there, which is why she was asking. She wanted to fill out the group to, to four or five. And other side's and a really had, fun game. And we had a great time. It was wonderful. It was an hour and a half, two hours, and we we wouldn't have been able to do that had we not had the generic tickets in our pockets. So have those generic tickets in your pockets. Be uh, and, and and don't be shy. If if you see me, I'll be at Gen Con. If you see me, if you want to hang out, let's let, let, if if things work out, let's let's hang out. Like. In- Totally, I'm I'm a yeah. food truck guy. I'm a, <laughs> Tobin I'm is totally a, a food cig- truck guy. <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a cigar smoking mm. food truck guy. 
So that's kind of where I am. That's and if if what we do allows for that, I don't have to s- smoke a cigar all the time. I don't have to eat from the food truck all the time. <laughs> but and be and, improvisational. Hey. Allow yourself to go with the flow. And and sort of as a, sort of like a to follow on with that theme and carry it on a little bit farther. If you scrub out early, there's a lot of other people who are going to be scrubbing out early. You know, walk up to one of them, grab them, and say, "Hey." Let's go. Let's go grab this table over here and, and play a couple of games. Yeah, I mean, play multiplayer. I mean, see, yeah, that, that's that's definitely one of the things I would mention. I mean, Toby makes the point here. This is the place that you're going to find random people to play with, guaranteed. This is yeah. a this is a building full of random people. Trying Anyone to, trying around to you is a random person to play something with. Yeah, and on that front, if you possibly can bring something to play, there are definitely portable games of a variety yeah. of board game genres that will work just nicely. Those little pocket games from like AEG and FFG and other companies. That, you know, just our little self-contained little card games or little board games that just, you know, are the small little $15 games. Bring a few of those with you. Have them in your backpack. And on the reverse front, feel free to bring a huge one, too. No one will complain. (laughs) This is also the place to get that eight-hour game of um, Twilight Struggle you were thinking about. (laughs) All right. Last but not least, one thing you want to predict about Gen Con L5R, whether it be the Cote, the Proving Grounds, one prediction. Okay, I'll go the big one. I suspect that Crab is going to sneak in past Scorpion. I think the toys are there. I think the will is there. I That's my prediction. I think they're going to edge ahead. You're talking about edging ahead in the Toshi Rambo points. Yes, like not necessarily yes. winning, Yes, but the, um, yeah. getting I, the points. I think they'll do well as well, but yeah, I think they will push the points. Okay. And then this may just be wishful thinking on my part, <laughs> uh, but I do think that it's very likely that, you know, this sort of dovetails with what Carl was saying, that a... A crab player walks away with the Cote. I will say that a unicorn gets top eight. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's that's it got, it got fairly solid. I think yeah, yeah. I think uh, a unicorn got top eight in Seattle or in the la- in maybe Houston. Sorry, Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a unicorn can get top eight at Gen Con. Yep. Yep. My, my, and was... and to go along with my earlier prediction of. A unicorn going six and zero on the proven grounds on Saturday. Yes. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd put I'd put a bit of cash on that person. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. One more announcement we have is that FFG between uh, at least I noticed I don't know when they posted it, but they did post the dates for World Championships in November. It's happening between November first and November fourth. The first is a Thursday, so uh, you can pencil in Smokes, Tokes, and Rokugan, a an event uh, for L five R players. The entire community is invited to be a part of a gathering. On it will happen on Thursday evening at Joe Sensors, which is just down the down the parking lot, really, <laughs> from Fantasy Flight Games. But and smoke you can come even if you don't smoke. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There's we we kind of reserve the outer larger room. People can sit together. Those who are interested in. Uh, smoking a cigar. I'll have some cigars with me, <laughs> and uh, we can sit out in the what's hopefully not bitter freaking cold. I was going to say that those of you who are willing to wrap up well, quite possibly. Yeah. And yeah. and Tobin does like to does like to share, and he does like to try new things. So if you're a cigar smoker and you want to come and bring a couple of your favorite stick for Tobin to try, he'll <laughs> absolutely take one from you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you would like to join the discussion have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofwarcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, honor is the deadliest weapon.
<laughs> Just Tobin's reaction on that one alone. Oh my god, the Oh, that's version. horrible. That's absolutely horrible. We probably should use it. Oh my god, that's horrible, but we should probably use it. Okay. <laughs>